0: are listening to the Reynolds Hotbox. 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 box. The Reynolds Hotbox.
1: Welcome to the Reynolds Hotbox. This is the Wolfpack Sports Desk. I'm your host, Sam Berg, and today I am joined by my beautiful co-host, Amanda Durand. hello. Hello. Jake Klinger. What's up, guys? And Jack Sabin. Yo, yo. And we got a great episode for you. So last week, we previewed a bunch of the basketball games that are happening, and the Wolfpack did not disappoint. We'll start off with Tuesday's match where the men's took on the number 22 rated team in the country, San Diego State. And they took the dub. Amanda, tell me a little bit more about this huge win that they had.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, amazing game to be at. Um Nevada took the win, seventy-five to sixty-six, over SDSU on Tuesday. Uh, Lawler Events Center was packed; over nine thousand fans were in attendance, and that stadium can only hold like eleven thousand, so that place was rocking. Um, in terms of players, I mean, the Wolfpack was just killing it. Twenty-six points on the night. Jared Lucas, nineteen points on the night. Will Baker. 18 points in the night, Keenan Blackshear. You know, of course, those top three scores. And they're also starters again. Our other two starters, Trey Coleman and uh, Darren Williams. You know, they're just a strong team, and they continue to be strong. Now, beating the number 22 team in the country, that's huge, especially in the Mountain West, as now the um, now the championships for the conference are pretty much wide open for anybody to win. Uh, for Nevada to come out with a dub like that is just absolutely awesome. And then beating... You know, beating STSU, we continue to be undefeated at home. It's just a ama- me just an amazing game and quite a team to watch.
1: Absolutely, I remember my. I was at the game too, and I was actually I got to sit courtside, so I got to hear all of the crowd. And I can tell you, those players they they heard all of it. That got them fired up. And there was you know a little bit of scuffling between the two teams, or a little bit of controversy. Oh, here. for sure, for sure. But I think that fired up the boys. They were hyped. I mean, they were getting the crowd into it, too. It was so fun to watch. And it was a massive win, especially, as you said, the number 22 rated team in the country. So it was just an amazing match. Huge win for them. Now, the other game that we previewed was the women's match. Uh, The Lady Hoops took on Boise State on Thursday night. But unfortunately, they did not take the win. They ended up losing 58-62. to And I'm going to turn it over to you, Jake. They fought hard, but it wasn't good enough for them to take the win. Tell me a little bit more about what happened.
2: Yeah, so, um, you know, Boise State, I think they just, I don't think UNR played bad necessarily. I think Boise State just had a very good game. You know, they had four, four players in double digits and, you know, a very balanced team game. UNR only lost by four. I mean, obviously you don't want to lose but I think there's still some positives with uh, Audrey Roden scoring 22 points and you had Kennedy Lee off the bench scoring 12. I think there's a lot of promise with this
1: team. So of course you don't want to lose, but there are some positives. I know it was the rare loss of a Reno home team. So it was a l- little disappointing. It was a close game. At le- yeah. they kept it really close. Like you said, there were a couple of really star performers. So it's not like this was a huge, huge loss for them, but, you know, obviously that's a game where it's if, if it's that close, you want to be able to sweep those out, so hopefully they'll be able to in the future. Now, there was one other game that happened last week that we did not cover in last week's uh, podcast, and that was uh, the Friday game where the men's team took on Air Force And you know what they did. They swept the floor at home, taking their second dub of the week, winning by 20 plus points, 72 to 52. My goodness, what a blowout. Jack, you were at the game. Tell me a little bit more about the atmosphere, just how
3: good this team was on Friday night. Um, Yeah, you know, you obviously said it It was a complete blowout. And, you know, the atmosphere wasn't quite as electric as it was at that San Diego State game for obvious reasons. You know, Air Force isn't as high quality of an opponent, but... It's still really exciting to be at the Lawlor Center and actually, like, there be a positive energy. You know, going at the games last year was just kind of dull a lot and was kind of boring and uninteresting. But this year, you know, we actually have a good team and the fans and students are actually invested in going. And I think it's, you know, paying dividends. You know, the, the players themselves feed into the energy that the fans give. And I think that game versus Air Force was no different. You know, in the first half, they kind of came out a little sluggish it was tied going into half and then in the second half it was just an offensive explosion you know jared lucas had another big game as a leading scorer 19 points will baker was virtually unstoppable i mean air force didn't have anybody to guard him he went 8 of 10 from the field for, with 17 points and then you know blackshear not the greatest game you know dabbled in with 10 points but you know overall it was just kind of a dominating win energy and atmosphere within this stadium is a lot better and a lot more enjoyable i think
1: let me say you would have me fooled because this is my first year at unr and their team is absolutely killing it and seeing the fan support too i mean you would think these guys are winning every single year with how dedicated the fans have been super fun to watch i know the players are feeding into that energy and it's certainly showing and translating to their win column super fun to watch hope they keep it up And with that, we're going to take a quick break to get a word from our sponsor. But when we come back, we're going to be talking about the biggest game of the year. That's right, the Super Bowl. Chiefs, Eagles, who's going to win? Don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back with the Wolfpack Sports Desk on the Reynolds Hotbox. Welcome. Hello.
0: We are the Reynolds Media Lab. Media Lab.
1: Podcasts. Client services.
2: Special projects. Documentaries.
1: We are a production center at At the the Reynolds Reynolds School of of Journalism. The
0: Reynolds Media Lab. Media
1: Lab. Media Lab. Media Lab. Welcome back. You're listening to the Wolfpack Sports Desk for the Reynolds Hotbox. I am your host, Sam Berg, and I am joined by my co-hosts, Amanda Duran, Jake Klinger, and Jack Sabin. And in the first half, we were talking about Nevada sports, but now... We're jumping to the big leagues. The biggest sporting event in America is taking place this Sunday, and we know every one of us is pumped up for it. That's right, the Super Bowl. The Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles will be heading to Arizona to see who is the champion of the NFL and who is taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Now, me personally, I'm not really sure who to root for, but all I know is that Jack's team knocked out my 49ers, and I'm a little bit bummed about that. But Jack... As an Eagles fan, you got to be feeling a little confident heading into Sunday, right?
3: Um, yeah, you know, it's kind of a I like to use the word cautiously optimistic. I also appreciate the saltiness, Sam. You know, <laughs> respect the I got to echo the to... same
1: <laughs> I got to echo the same feeling as all the players.
3: So. Yeah, all the salty 49er <laughs> players. It's okay. But, you know, yeah, kind of like I said, cautiously optimistic. I'm excited, nervous, you know, the whole the whole shebang is it should be I know it's cliche, but it should just be a great game. You know, it's both both top seeds in their respective conference. Two of the top dogs kind of have had a different path to get here. The Eagles' path has kind of been a bit easier, obviously. Everyone kind of thought that they were going to have that big test against the Niners, and then the entire Niners quarterback room just got injured. So that game went from very competitive to basically like, not competitive at all very quickly. I think the offenses are going to be a very big part. You know, you got Pat Mahomes, Jalen Hurts going at it. Mahomes going to be the MVP this year most likely. And so that's why a lot of people are confident in the Chiefs. I'm obviously going to be rooting for my Eagles, I think. I also do think we're going to win. Right now, Vegas has the Eagles as one-and-a-half-point favorites. Initially, I think the Chiefs opened up as the favorite. A lot of the early money is coming in on the Eagles, but you know, who who knows? It's we, we we won't find out till Sunday. I'm extremely nervous. I think the Eagles have the slight edge in in terms of their overall roster construction. But at the end of the day, when you get to that quarterback position of Mahomes, you never really know what's going to happen.
1: Absolutely. I mean, for you, it's you got to root for the Eagles. You would not be an Eagles fan if you
3: weren't rooting for the Eagles on
1: Sunday. So, and, you know, to your point, it's kind of hard to win an NFC championship game when you don't have a quarterback, so might make it a little bit easier. But I want to turn it over to you, Jake. Whose Kool-Aid are you drinking? You taking Eagles? You taking Chiefs? I'm taking the Eagles based
2: mainly on their defense. I think their defense is very strong. They're secondary with Bradbury and Slay. They're very locked down. And Jeff C.J. Gardner-Johnson, who is healthy now, and and then... To give them even more time, or to uh, the, that that pass rush that pass rush is going to get to Mahomes. I I know it because those receivers are going to be locked down by those great players I just mentioned, and you know he's not going to have forever. And uh, Josh Sweat
1: and Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham are going to get there. I guarantee it. Uh, it's it a game of all facets. You know you're talking you know two of the best defenses in the league. And Jack mentioned it earlier, two of the best quarterbacks in the league, Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts, both MVP candidates, both in the AFC and NFC. So Amanda, when we're talking about two of those guys, you know, probably the two most important players on the field on Sunday, which guy is going to have to step up and rise above the defenses of the other team?
0: You know, I... I'm hoping for a good close game. It'll definitely be a good game. I just don't want to blow out. Um, But if I had to give it to one or the other, Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts, I would probably say Patrick Mahomes. He just has a little bit more experience. He's in his sixth year with the Chiefs. uh, And, you know, Jalen Hurts, you know, he's in his third year, and he's doing great, but he doesn't quite have the experience Patrick Mahomes has. And so I think that experience might give Patrick just that slight edge in order for him to maybe come out on top in terms of the quarterback game. Like quarterback versus quarterback, probably Patrick Mahomes coming out on top. Now the rest of the game, that you know, that's twenty million other factors, so who knows? <laughs> we'll see.
1: Yeah, there's a lot there's a lot that goes into it. Obviously there they won't have to do all the work, but a lot of it is focused on those guys. Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts. A big storyline is the Kelsey brothers. This is the big Kelsey bull. Apparently Donna Kelsey, their mom is people are trying to get her to do the coin flip there's a whole lot of petition
3: for it there's a whole
1: petition with thousands of signatures trying to make that happen it should be a great game now i want to go around the table here i'll start i'll start with you jack we know who you're taking but what what are the final score predictions and maybe for fun who's taking home the mvp too
3: in terms of mvp it's going to be a quarterback i mean it Pretty much, I don't think it hasn't been a quarter, but I think, what, Von Miller was the last non-QB to win it, and that was uh, years ago. Um, score predictions, I'm obviously going to take my Eagles. Um, I think it'll be, you know, a medium-like scoring game. You know, not going to be too much offense. Defense is going to be able to do a decent job, but I think I'll probably go 27-24 Eagles went on a field goal.
1: Ooh, the game-winning field goal! I love to hear that, Jake. You said Eagles earlier. Is it you were talking about the defense? Is it going to be a defensive game, or is it, you know, both the quarterbacks are just going to play out of their mind, and we're going to get a high-scoring game? Where how are you feeling? I think the the powerful defense of the Eagles is going to not stop
2: Mahomes because Mahomes is so good, but it's going to stifle him a little bit. But and I also think, but I think the Chiefs' defense. I don't think they're as great as the Eagles, but I think the inexperience of Jalen Hurts will come into come into play here. It's a big stage, so I think the Eagles are still going to win, but I see it being let's go seventeen
1: to thirteen, a very defensive, low-scoring game. Ooh, looking forward to that! I'm sure all the people looking for a ton of <laughs> offense won't want that yeah, sort people, of outcome. People
3: betting the over will not be hoping for that.
1: Absolutely not. Vegas odds would be. <laughs> they'd be a little bit nervous. Now you were talking Amanda, you were talking Patrick Mahomes is probably going to step up above Jalen Hurts in your opinion. So is is he going to lead the Chiefs to a win or is the defense and Jalen Hurts of the Eagles going to are they going to surprise?
0: You know, I would I would have to go with the Chiefs. I think they're going to pull it out, but you know, it's, it's, both teams are just so great. I think it's going to be a narrow win. I think it might come down to a field goal or even just a single touchdown. So I'm going to go 24-21 Chiefs. Um so we'll see, though.
1: The the close games are going around the table. And you know what? I'm not going to follow that trend. I'm still salty that the 49ers got knocked out by the Eagles. So you know what? Chiefs are going to win by at least 10. All right? They're, Patrick Mahomes is going to come out and ball. That Kelsey connection is going to be baller. Ke- Travis Kelsey will have the bragging rights in the Kelsey family. And that is what I think is going to happen. But in no, all no, honesty... No. I'm hoping just for a great game. As long as it's not, you know, kind of a barn burner disaster fire like the 49ers and Eagles game was, then I think we're we're looking forward to a great game on Sunday, especially with Rihanna being the halftime show. And with that, that is where we'll wrap it up today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to check us out on all of our social media, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube, all at the Reynolds Sandbox. And make sure to check us out on all of our podcasts at the Reynolds Hotbox. This has been the Wolfpack Sports Desk. For Amanda Duran, Jake Klinger, and Jack Saban, I'm Sam Berg, signing off. We'll see you guys next time. Go Birds.